Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Happy Monday. Hey there, everybody. I cannot tell you how much I look forward to these calls. It's so fun to be with you, to coach you, to watch you see what your brain is doing and to watch each other transform. It's a gift. So thank you so much for being here and allowing me to coach you. All right. Today, we are going to start with Anna. And then we also have Gina. And if she does not show up, then I will ask for a volunteer from someone who is on live. We've done it before. It's so much fun. Hopefully Gina's okay. Usually I'll get a message after the fact and reschedule. But uh, we're going to start with Anna today. Before we get going, just some announcements. Because I know so many of you are new to this and have no idea what thought coaching is. Thought coaching is where I ask you a series of questions so that we can figure out what your brain is thinking and why it's thinking it. Because I truly believe that you have all the answers to every problem in your life. I know that sometimes we don't feel that way about ourselves, but this is the gift of thought coaching that I love giving to you. And it's what has blessed me and my life for the last two years. So sometimes I'm going to ask you questions that don't make very much sense. And you'll think, why is Emily Gibson asking me these questions? Like, this seems so weird that she would question me on this. But the answer to that is because I don't have the answer. I want to know what is in your head. And so I'm going to ask you questions to pull that out so that we can then look at it together from across the room on a couch together without judgment and see if you like what's happening or if you want to make changes. And it is the most incredible thing to not only be coached, but to watch other people be coached in this way. So without further ado, Anna is going to start us off today. Anna, can you unmute yourself and tell us, tell me, what can I help you with today? Um, I'm Anna. I live in Colorado. Um, just looking at, I know there's a few areas, larger areas in my life um, that I feel that I'm the only thing holding myself back. And yeah, I just need help. <laughs> All right. Is there a specific thing that has happened recently that made you think like, oh my gosh, this is not how I want things to be going? Um, my plexus business and then also um, like the way that I... I mean, I take care of myself, but I would like to be healthier as far as like consistently exercising and food. Which one would you like coaching on today? Let's do plexus. Okay. Tell me what's the problem in your plexus business? Um, 
that I freak myself out and avoid anything and everything. Which one do you think is more of the issue that you freak yourself out or that you avoid things? That I freak myself out. And when has this last happened? Can you give me an example of when you freaked yourself out like recently? Um, yesterday. Okay. Tell us about it. Um, I have a lady that's interested in getting started and I was having a good conversation with her and she was like getting interested, more interested. And I kind of just shut myself down because like not messaging her back when I have like right away when I have the time, even though literally it'll take like a couple minutes because I go down this like rabbit hole of thoughts that I'm going to mess it up or not do it right. Whatever right really means. Um, yeah. Okay. So when she messaged you, what did she say? Um, she asked about some of our kids products because her kids have allergies. And what were her words? Do you remember what her exact words were? Um, I can look. Don't we love technology? (laughs) My husband doesn't love it when I read him the text and say, I said to schedule that and I prove it and show him my phone. He's like, yeah, thanks for that. (laughs) So she commented on my post and said, what did she do to get her kids to this point? My kids have a ton of allergies and I'd love to figure something out. Okay. So person commented on your post and said the words, what did she do? What to say that one more time. What did she do to get her kids to this point? My kids have a ton of allergies and I'd love to figure something out. And what did you think when you read that? I was excited. Oh, interesting. What did you think though? That what if this could actually lead to a successful sign up and help for her kids? And then what did you think? Um, can't say, I don't know. Did you did, like walk me through? Did you then just start the message? Did you then just message her or I, what did you do? Yeah, I replied and said, I said, that's huge. Allergies are rough. I'll send you a message. And then you sent her a message and said what? I said, hey, Ellie, I just sent my friend Brianna a message to see if she could give me some more specifics on products and anything else that helped her kiddos. I will let you know as soon as I hear back. I'm sorry your kids are having to deal with that. And then she said what? Awesome. Thank you so much. And you did what? And then when I heard back from Brianne, um, <laughs> actually, so I hadn't heard back yet. I said, of course. I know she's on vacation, a vacation trip with her family and I still haven't heard back. 
I know she has her kiddos on Plexus products, but I'm not sure which ones and if there's anything in addition that has helped too. I'm sorry, I don't have an answer for you yet. Would you like me to look for a couple allergy testimonies in the meantime and wait to, or just wait to see what she's used? She said, that would be great. Thank you. Um, I said, so I heard back from Brienne in the meantime also. She said they eliminated some foods to help with healing, but she's also on our probiotic, multivitamin, magnesium supplements. I'm still happy to look for a couple testimonies if you want me to, but just figured I'd start with that since I heard back. She said that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. So then I added her, um, invited her to our group page and tagged her in a couple testimonies. Mm -hmm. And then she said those first three, or those look awesome. How much are the first three, the kids ones and the triplex? Mm -hmm. So then I went into pricing and kind of amazing how our bodies work. Mm -hmm. And then she just said, I'd like to try the kids combo, please. Is it a month supply? How does that work? Is it a membership? And that's when I like freaked myself out. That's when you freaked out. So tell me, what did you think when she asked, is it a membership? I kind of was like, oh crap. Like, what do I say? Or what's the right thing? So she said, is it a membership? And you mm -hmm. essentially thought, I don't know the right thing. Or you said, what's the right thing? And what did your brain answer that with? That yes, it could be a membership. But she said, you said, <laughs> you said um, that she said, is it a membership? Mm -hmm. And then you said, oh, crap. And then yeah. asked yourself the question, is this the right thing? Um, so not like, is this the right thing? But like, essentially, oh, crap. She's interested. I can't screw this up. I can't screw this up. I think that is where we are getting into trouble. Yeah. I can't screw this up. The reason why I got so nosy about what you said and how you said it is because I wanted to figure out at what moment did your brain go, I'm freaked out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't when she messaged, it wasn't when she left the comment. Initially, that's what I thought maybe where it was coming from. Right. But right. then we realized you were handling it, you know, like a boss. You did all the things you messaged her, you got her the information that she needed, you got her pricing. And then she said, I'm ready to go and asked, said the words, is it a membership? And then your brain thought, I can't screw this up. Mm -hmm. And what feeling did you have a one word emotion when you thought I can't screw this up? Fear. And when you felt fear, what did you do? Kind of shut down. What did that look like? Well, I still messaged her back, but like physically, I was having some anxiety. But in that place of fear, when you had fear from the thought, I can't screw this up, I want to know what you did or didn't do. So you did message her back? Not immediately. So what did you do instead? 
Um, you well, were afraid. Um, I actually messaged my upline and said, so I gave her this pricing, but I gave her the pricing for the triplex and the kids combo at wholesale. Mm-hmm. But now she's only interested in the kids combo. Should I give her welcome pack options or just sign her up as a customer? Okay. So you messaged your upline asking for clarity. Yep. What else did you do when you had fear as your emotion? Put my phone down and worked on other tasks. What other tasks? Um, We were painting our bedroom. So you started painting your bedroom? Well, we had already started it, but was, yeah, I did that instead. You like picked up the paintbrush and started painting. Yeah. Okay. I also told my husband. Is she still asking, is she still waiting for the answer to, is it a membership at this point? No. You answered that question already? Yes. So you did answer question. Mm -hmm. Did she respond back? Yeah. She's ready to sign up tonight. And were you still afraid when she answered back? Um... Not, I wouldn't say, I don't know. Just kidding. I do know. It's fine. It's fine. We can just take a guess. So I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of her signing up. I'm afraid that I'm going to lead her wrong. But when you were afraid from this thought, I can't screw this up. Mm -hmm. You still answered her question because you you went and you messaged your upline asking for clarity. Yep. And then did you message her before you put your phone down? No, I waited till I heard back from my upline. So looking at the time, it was about an eight hour difference. Okay. So you put your phone down and you took eight hours to answer her question. Is it a membership? Yep. Okay. So... Uh, took eight hours to answer question, correct? Correct. Okay. And you painted your bedroom? Yep. And did other miscellaneous stuff. What other things? Um, we had dinner. So yeah, made dinner. Um, cleaned up paint stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, planned, kind of planned my week or my day at least. Um, yeah. So just okay, but but those things we don't know if you did them while you were still feeling fear. Correct. Right. But we know for sure that when you felt fear, you messaged your upline asking for clarity. You put the phone down, you started painting. And kind of forgot about it. And then you took eight hours to answer the question. Correct. And the result that night mm-hmm. was what? Um, 
So she said, I'd like to do the kids combo, please. Is it a month supply? How does it work? Is it like a membership? I said, it is a month supply. So there's a couple different options. The price I gave you is wholesale pricing. That's a yearly membership, usually $39.95, but right now only $9.95. When you get started, wait, when you get started wholesale, you get a welcome pack, which is the first set of products deeply discounted below wholesale. There's either a 109 or a 209 option. The 209 option is ideal because you get more bang for your buck. We have a 209 that comes with triplex, the kids combo, our omega, and multivitamin. We also have a 109 that has the kids combo, our slim pink drink, and our multivitamin. If you don't want to go that route, we can get you started as a customer, and the price for just the kids combo is $44.95 instead of $39.95. What sounds like the best route for you? And so then she said, Was your, I know your, I know your thought was, I can't screw this up. I think since I like sat with it for a bit and contemplated different, I kept telling myself not to talk too much, but also give her the options. So yeah, I don't feel like at this point I was as fearful Mm-hmm. The fear had passed at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that I believed that she was like, like, I was kind of like, oh, is she, is this actually going to happen? Kind of like in disbelief. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting to me. Cause when I look at, I, when I look at your model here, right, mm-hmm. obviously circumstances person said, is it a membership? Your thought was, I can't screw this up. Your feeling was fear. Your actions were, I messaged upline, I put my phone down, I started painting, and I took eight hours to answer her question. Mm-hmm. And your result during that eight-hour window was actually, I did nothing. Right. What do you think about that? Like, I know it's turned out positively, but in those eight hours, like, what do you think about what your brain did there? Um, that I did avoid what my brain did. Um, tried to walk myself through different scenarios. Well, it's kind of interesting because you were worried to screw it up. And then so I did you did nothing. Yeah. So you did nothing. Right. What do you think about that? That I'm freaking myself out without the possible positive result. Well, you were so, you said, I can't screw this up. And so in order to not screw it up, you did nothing. I now, <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately, your brain is being was rewarded that night with a hit of dopamine when she ended up signing up anyway, right? So you were positively reinforced for this behavior, right? Because this person was ready to go, right? But had this not turned out this way, would taking eight hours to answer this question have benefited you in every situation? No. 
it probably wouldn't have served you. No. Right. You kind of got away with it this time. Right. But normally when you pick this thought, I can't screw this up. Your result is you completely avoid answering her for eight hours, which means I did nothing. So in order to not screw it up, you took no action. Right. But if and I had doesn't some- that also screw it up? Yes. How so? Because instead, uh, because I'm choosing to screw it up instead of choosing like the 50-50 chance that she does want to sign up, regardless what I say. Yeah, it's almost like you're trying to like head it off at the pass. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that Jenny said is, is it possible that, you know, that that you have like a negative connotation? I think absolutely we can, you know, when she asked the question, is it a membership? <clears throat> we can ask Anna how she feels here. But, you know, do you feel like that's a positive question or a negative question? Um, I feel like I've created negative stories about it. So there. Yeah. Right. Right. Now for me, if someone asks me, is it a membership? I might look at that and say, yeah, it is just like Costco. And I might not think anything negative about that question, but you interpreted it as something negative. Right. And so your immediate thought was, I can't screw this up. And I'm noticing here some black and white thinking. Like that's the thing I'm noticing most in what happened here. Because in your mind, you was like, you were like, there's a right way to do this and there's a wrong way to do this. And that's why you messaged your upline because you were like, what do I do? Someone tell me what the right way is to do this because I don't know how to do it and I can't screw this up. Right. But what do you think about the job you did in communicating everything to her eight hours later, once you no longer had fear there? Um, I think I did a good job. And why do you think you did a good job? Cause I was relaxed and more confident in myself. Mm-hmm. And, and you felt like you did a, the way that you presented the information, mm-hmm. how would you describe the way you did it? <laughs> You said confident. Um, authentic. Mm-hmm. It, it was in a way that I wasn't, I don't feel like my wording sounded like I was just going for the sale. I wanted to know what worked best for her. Does this happen for you anytime someone asks you about the membership? Um, really anytime I'm having like a serious conversation about signing someone up. Or, yeah. So why is this a problem for you to think I can't screw this up? Because I'm choosing to screw it up by not taking action. Mm-hmm. And what problems is that causing for you in your business? Um, no action at all and no result. And why is that a problem? Because I want a result. What result do you want? Um... I'd like to go gold mm-hmm. as soon as possible. I'd like to hit jewel, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to focus 
on the next step so I don't freak myself out. So what could you do to get from where Anna is right now to where Anna wants to be? Practice and do oh. it. Without- do what? <laughs> Um, start conversations and trust myself that I know what to do. I'm going to get my board. You guys, I'm so excited. Sit right there. Don't anybody go anywhere. I have to wheel it over. Okay. You couldn't see, but I almost just tipped it over on top of me. You would have heard a big crash and that would have been super fun. (laughs) Okay. What color do you want? I have purple, green, blue, red, orange, and black. Let's do blue. Yes. Blue. Okay. Can you see it? Yes. This is Anna right now. And when Anna is here right right now, she's thinking, I can't screw this up. But she just told us that she doesn't want to be here anymore. She wants to be here. And what does Anna over here think, want to think? That I know what I do, what I know what I'm doing and I can lead people. I'm just going to stick with, I know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Now (laughs) to get from here to here. We're going to have to take some steps. Are we not? Right. Right. Because if we just go to here and we're just like, I know what I'm doing all the time. We choose that thought all the time. Your brain's going to be like, "Ah, except when they ask that one question, is it a membership? Then we're here. (laughs) Right. And what's happening right here is. I can't screw this up is your lower brain. It's your primitive brain. That's what's thinking this. But we saw your prefrontal cortex take over after eight hours, right? You like gathered yourself. You gave her all the information. You were confident. You explained it very clearly. And that was how you felt later, right? But we want to feel that way all the time is what you said, right? You want to, I know what I'm doing is where we want to be all the time. Yep. I feel like the urge to give you a bun. (laughs) So I can't do it on this one. I wrote too, I wrote too close, (laughs) but how cute. It's so cute. You have a bun on your hair. Okay. We're going to put you smiling in both places because one is not better than the other. One is just over here. I can't screw this up. You're allowing your primitive brain to be in control. Okay. And guess what? 
next time when I get to coach you on your healthy lifestyle, guess what your guess what is in control right now with your healthy slash unhealthy lifestyle? The other one, whatever you called it. This one over here is in control right now. It's that lower brain still. The lower brain, whenever we're doing things like that, <coughs> it's because our lower brain is taking over. Our prefrontal cortex is what separates us from the animals. It's what allows us to think about what we're doing before we do it. Animals can't do that. Only humans, humans are the only thing on planet Earth that has the ability and a smart enough brain to do that. And it's because we have this evolved prefrontal cortex and it's the coolest thing ever, but we have not adapted out of our lower brain. Our lower brain is still trying to keep us safe. It's like, oh no, Anna, don't screw this up. I can't screw this up. It's making you think that. Right? Yeah. But what you want to believe is I know what I'm doing over here with your pre your prefrontal cortex is like, yeah, next time I want to believe I know what I'm doing. Right. Yep. And so one of the things that you can do here to take your power back, because right now you're giving your power all away. Do you see that? Yep. When you choose this thought, I can't screw this up. You're giving all your power away to your caveman brain, your lower brain. And it is, it sucks. Yep. It, it thinks, it really thinks that you are, it thinks it's keeping you safe, but for eight hours, it is what made your business not move forward. Right? Because maybe if prefrontal cortex had, had taken over and thought, I know what I'm doing in this moment, then maybe you could have signed her up right then and there. We don't know, but it's pos- is it possible that maybe we could have signed her up sooner? Yeah. Could be. We don't know. Right. But when you go along this path, you're going to have pitfalls, right? So as you practice getting from here to here, I want you to be aware of when your primitive brain talks to you and it says, for example, the next time that this happens and it, somebody asks you, Oh, is this one of those pyramid schemes? Is this one of those MLM things? Is this a membership? Yep. Right. Instead of going right to here, which is, this is your, this is the model and the story that you're running right now, which is, I can't screw this up. Right? right? But when we hear our lower brain say that, my favorite thing to do to myself, and you've seen me do this so many times in the last week, is I go, shh, shh. Okay. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Remember last time when I painted for eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> because I thought, <laughs> I can't screw this up. Yep. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. And sometimes you'll do it really well and you'll be like, yep, I know what I'm doing. Yep, I know what I'm doing. Yep, I know what I'm doing. And then you'll be like, eh, I can't screw this up. 
and then do nothing. Okay. And then your, your lower brain's going to be like, see, what were we even thinking? We can't be gold. We're never going to be a jewel. What were we thinking? Right. Right. Because whenever we, it's that black and white thinking again, where it's like all or nothing, I have to do this perfectly. I can't screw this up. Right. I got to do it the right way or it's not worth doing. Right. But my favorite, favorite thought is there's only so many ways to fail. And worst case scenario is I find all of them and then accidentally succeed. Right. So when you hit here, which you will, that's just plan on it. (laughs) On our team, we always say, just wink, saw you coming. Totally knew you were going to come because guess what? You carry your lower brain with you everywhere. Right. Right. But at some point when you really start resisting the urge to go here and you make your decisions from here, you start practicing making decisions from this Anna more often Oh my gosh, when you hit this, you're going to be like, yep, totally screwed that up, which is so weird because I know what I'm doing. Okay. And that is what we've just, as you go through this, just remember and go easy on yourself. Right. Be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. So crazy that that even happened. Like this still happens to me. I still screw up messages. Just did it last week. Okay. And literally my thought was so funny that like I teach people how to do this and I just made a huge mistake. And now this person's not going to sign up. It's crazy. I must just be human. Yeah. That was the thought that I chose for myself in that moment. I must just be human. Right. Because if if I'm human, humans make mistakes. Right. And if I make mistakes, I must be human. And mistakes are things that teach me the best lessons. And if mistakes teach me the best lessons, then are mistakes bad? No. How are they good? Because it's a learning experience instead of kind of like comparing in a positive way to see what's possible instead of just knowing that it, yeah. Yeah. So when you hit this and then you hit it here and here and here again, Mm -hmm. what if you, what if you started to tell your brain that mistakes Get me closer to my future self. Is it possible that that's true? Yeah. Mistakes get me closer to my future self. And so then when we accidentally (laughs) on purpose choose this thought again, 
because it's our trained, memorized model that our lower brain has been taught and rewarded for doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you're getting the enrollment, but you also rewarded your brain for this in a big way. Did you not? I did. And you got a nice old dopamine hit and it was like, ba-bam, yeah. feeling good. Like I should. Painting my room. Yeah. Feeling blessed. <laughs> Never stressed. That's the problem, by the way. Yeah. Feeling blessed. Never stressed. Right. Is this process going to be like blessings and unicorns and happy times? Not always, no. No, we're probably going to feel negative emotion throughout this process. Right. Like fear. Mm -hmm. Or disappointment. Or... Um, shame. Did you guys just hear Cosette snort? She likes to lay at my feet when I teach you here. Did you hear her? She was like, (sighs) nobody heard her, just me. (coughs) Shame, disappointment, fear, anxiety, you mentioned. Right? So all of these things, we can just accept to encounter as we're getting from this Anna to this Anna. Okay. And when we feel the urge to put the phone down and go paint the room for eight hours, you can use your prefrontal cortex to decide, no, we're not going to go do that. Right. We're going to sit here and feel fear. Where is it in my body? Is it fast or slow? What color is it? Okay. And then we're going to be like, do I want to believe that I'm going to screw this up? No. Because every time I choose, I can't screw this up. The result is I didn't, I do nothing. Right. Which actually is screwing it up. Oh my gosh. Yes. Exactly. So when so then, we when we think this thought, when we choose this thought, we know the result is I do nothing. Every time we pick it. Yeah, but when we choose this thought, like you did that night, it sounds like, yeah. or something close to it, mm-hmm. your result is I get it done. Right? What were you going to ask? So I notice, no shame here, but I put myself down a lot, like to my husband. Uh Oh gosh, here we go. Here we go. And and I catch myself immediately, like when I hear myself say it, but I don't always catch myself like when it's just in my head. So is that just like a learning process or are there any things that I can do to like be more aware of what I'm thinking about myself? Yeah, because listen, (coughs) the reason why you're not noticing it 
when you're thinking these things, you're only noticing it when you're saying out out loud to your husband Mm -hmm. is a why. Because I'm listening, I can hear it. (laughs) This is my paintbrush. Because I avoid it. You can't hear it in yourself because you're painting. Painting. Okay. Because you're resisting the feeling and you're buffering. Right. You hear it later when you talk to your husband. Mm-hmm. And you're you hear the self-loathing coming out of your mouth then. Right. But you're missing it. You're missing the awareness piece in yourself, like you pointed out, because you're avoiding and resisting. And this time you were painting your bedroom. Right. Some it's not always painting in your bedroom. Right. Might be eating a cookie or getting a soda or watching a show, or whatever it is you do when you buffer, right? Right. And so doing this process is massive for you because it's going to help you gain more awareness. Okay. And now, you know, when you hear this, I can't screw this up. We've already done the model. We know what your result is when you do this. And it's, I do nothing. So when you hear this come up in your brain, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I pick that thought. And my result is I do nothing. Okay. And then you might have some self-loathing come in. Oh, I'm so stupid. Why do I say that? How come I always do this to myself? I'm not worth this. Who did I think I was? That's this right here. That mistake, that trip, that fall. Okay. And in that trip and that fall, we can signal ourselves to this. Okay. Mistakes get me closer to my future self. This is just a mistake. Okay. I love the word mistake. I don't love fall off the wagon. I don't like that. Right. I really like the word mistake. Okay. I made a mistake. Mistakes get me closer to my future self. Right. And so it's just this progression and it's this memorized model. And the thing is, if you've memorized this before and this model of, I can't screw this up. I have fear. I go paint. (laughs) I tell my husband, I self, you know, I self make self-loathing comments to my husband. That's already memorized. So if you can memorize that, don't you think you could also memorize this? Yep where you go, I can't screw this up. Oh, wait, that makes me think that makes me get the result of I do nothing. Mm-hmm. And then that's a mistake. Mistakes get me closer to my future self. And I want to be Anna that says, I know what I'm doing. Okay. So if you can memorize this, then you can memorize this. Can you not? I can. because you have a prefrontal cortex. Like, I know we always are like, oh, our brains, they're just, you know, getting in our way all the time. But I also like your brain is your biggest asset. Yeah. It's the smartest 
brain to have ever evolved on planet earth. It's just not all the way evolved yet. You still have your primitive lower brain there. Okay. And we can evolve. Our, we're made and created to evolve. So eventually, like we could make this work incredible for our generation, our children, our grandchildren's generation. Like we could change the human brain through this work. Could we not? Yeah. Yes. Like what an incredible gift this is. Yep. And you're doing it. And you have the perfect brain for it. Right. You've got this. Okay. Okay. So excited for you. This is so fun. You're the first bored person. Not like <laughs> bored, but. But bored. <laughs> bored. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Anna. I can't wow, wait to see you and the work you do with this. Okay. Thank so you. good. You're welcome. Okay. Gina, you are up next. I see you. Yay. Unmute yourself, will you? Okay. Okay. Hi, Gina. Hello. Just going to get the board ready just in case we need it. We might not need it. And that's so exciting because Anna's also in Colorado. We're actually really close to each other. And so is Jossie. Yeah, we met at um, (laughs) at the thing in Florida. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, you guys know I'm in Utah. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Gina, what can I help you with today? Well, I have a lot of, I think, similar things too. I just have, I I have paralysis around, you know, like, so I was talking to or wanting to talk to somebody. In fact, I had talked to you about it. She's a nursing mom, was really having trouble with her milk supply. So you had sent me a message. I sent it to her and I actually do some training with her husband. He's a personal trainer. So he was all, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I sent her a message and she didn't read it for like three days. And then she finally read it and I did nothing. And then when I finally met with him again, he said, Oh, she, or he texted, I texted him and I said, um, I don't know exactly what I said now. And unfortunately I'm on my phone because I couldn't get my computer to work. Um, but he said, oh, she's not interested. Unfortunately, she's not interested. And then when I met with him again, he said, well, he had gotten into some kind of supplement MLM that he said went downhill rapidly and she just is doesn't want anything to do with it so and I feel like that's just kind of where I get I get you know what did you think what did you think when you when he said to you she's not interested and I got involved with an MLM that went downhill what were what was your thought when you heard him say that to you kind of like here we go again (laughs) Right. Okay. And when you thought, here we go again, what feeling came up for you? Like defeat. And what did you do when you felt defeated? I, nothing, same thing, nothing. I didn't, I just left it at that. Like, what did that look like for you? 
This happened in person. He said this to you in person. He texted me. She wasn't interested. And so then it took me like a couple sessions with him later to say, so why, you know, why wasn't she interested or what happened? And he just, then he said that about, um, that he, he said, well, it's probably my fault. He said, I got involved with this company and he's, you know, and he said it just went downhill and I just kind of said, oh, okay. So that was that. And you thought, here we go. Yeah. Like, like just, you know, it's just because I, you know, she's, I mean, I think she would be great. You know, she's young. She loves to post things. She's always like making her smoothies on Instagram, you know, doing, she would be great. Mm-hmm. but you know and so and I just feel like that happens to me a lot where I think oh you know somebody's interested or not interested I just think they would be a good fit and I don't know how to close the deal so let's look at what you're doing right now when this happens right your mm-hmm. personal trainer says to you oh it's probably my fault and you know, I got involved with an MLM that went downhill and you thought, here we go. And then you felt defeat Mm -hmm. and then you did nothing, but we know you didn't do nothing because you were at the gym with him when this happened. I I trained at his house. (laughs) You train at his house. Yeah. So so then we just, you felt defeated and you changed the subject. Anything else that you did or didn't do in that moment? No. Did you, in your mind, like futurize that you're just never going to be able to get anyone to ever do this? Yes. Okay. So you did some futurizing. Did you do some catastrophizing as well? Like, oh, this is just always how this goes. She was going to be so good. Now I'm going to get her. Yes. I'm really good at that one. Isn't it funny how you literally said to me, I did nothing, but there's like so much that your brain did. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause we're like, I did nothing. And I'm like, this is going to be good. <laughs> I love it when people do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we did a lot here. We did do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and how long do you think that, like, when do you, like, did you feel defeated the entire workout <clears throat> or? Um, I think we talked about it sort of towards the end because I just was like afraid to even bring it up. But at the same time, I wanted to know, right? Like, did it, was there something that I did or didn't do or what, you know, like, why just no response from her whatsoever? And so I, I was kind of proud of myself for at least asking the question because normally but when I you felt, but when you felt defeat, you actually didn't ask him what happened. Well, I I asked him before, so that's then when he told me, right? That. Yeah, but, so then, but you I, changed the subject when you felt defeat, right? Hmm. So you avoided yes getting details when you felt defeat. Yes. What else did you do or not do? 
when you felt defeat? Um, I think just like you said, just thinking like, you know, this always happens, this, you know, it's never going to work, just those thoughts. And then. Mm -hmm. And then what was your result from all of this? Do you think? Um, It just keeps me from reaching out, I feel like, to people. Why? Because I think those thoughts, like, it just doesn't work for me. (coughs) So do you believe that? Sort of. Why? Because it's not working. (laughs) Do you have any business builders on your team? Ever? No. Um, not really. Have you ever had anyone go, go silver? I've had people go silver. Okay. So you've had people hit the first rank in the company, Mm -hmm. but you just told there's, you have this, you have this false thought happening because you just told me you've never had anyone do the business with you. But if you've had someone hit the first rank, then you have. Right? So why aren't you giving yourself credit for them? Because I just can't seem to keep them. Can you control other people? No. (laughs) So you're sort of setting yourself up for failure there by believing that it's you that can determine their outcome. Yeah. Who determines their outcome? They do. Right. And so really, the result that I see happening here is almost I'm afraid to be myself a little bit. Or... Very true. I'm not my authentic self. Maybe there's not fear there. I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I'm not my authentic self. Would that feel accurate? Yes. Because you yourself said, you know, when you described the situation to me, you yourself said, oh my gosh, like she would be so good at this. But when you felt defeat from this thought, here we go, you held all that back. Did you ever tell her that? I have never talked to her. I mean, I've talked to her, but I've never talked, I've never talked to her about this. Which is kind of interesting. (laughs) Well, so he said to me, like, because I think she asked him to tell me she didn't want to do it. He said, she doesn't like to, she doesn't like those situations. So she, she didn't want to talk to me and tell me she didn't want to do it. She just wanted him to tell me. Mm -hmm. 
So what? <laughs> so I didn't talk to her. Yeah. Who decided that? I decided that. Yeah. Is that how you want to talk to people that you do business with or want to do business with? <laughs> no. Why not? Because it's not successful. How so? Well, if I don't talk to them, then they're certainly not going to do the business. Right. Yeah. We could say that. And also, they're not getting you. And now, another one of the results I see is I doubt myself. I feel like that result is even more true than any of the other ones. Because you're sitting here doubting yourself. But you know she would be amazing at this. And you said you have other people that you feel this way. But every time that you choose this thought, here we go. (laughs) It gives you a feeling of defeat. And your result is, I doubt myself. And when you doubt yourself, What's happening here? I just, like, I don't want to say do nothing, but I don't work my business. Mm Do you want it to be that way? No. Why are you choosing here we go? (sighs) Uh, Why am I choosing here we go? I guess that's just how it feels like that's just, you know, I wasn't surprised. I would have been more surprised probably if she would have. (laughs) Because there's this memorized model that you're so committed to believing that this is just how things go. Right? Sort of like every night when we put our kids to bed, they know Sean's going to come around to each kid and lay with them for five minutes. And if that doesn't happen, they're like, um, excuse me, where's dad? He's not here. It's this memorized thing that we all just know happens every single night. And in your mind, you believe that when you, when people, when like when you're trying to get people to do the business, you believe that you cannot get them to do it with you. And you doubt yourself. And you think it's just because you're not good 
at getting people to do the business. Yes. Why? Well, because I've just, I've struggled to, you know, I went gold and it took me a while, but I went gold and then, um, and I, and I, I had one, one person at one time that was a, she had a lot of potential and she was, she was working it, but then didn't. And I don't know, there was just a lot of, of things around that. And, and when she stopped doing it, um, I don't know, I just felt very alone in this business and should you feel not lonely? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Let's it's, think about it. Okay. Should you not feel lonely? Um, no, I should not feel lonely. <laughs> I don't want to. Why not? It just seems like that's not what this business is. And it seems like the people that are successful in it are not, you know, are doing it with other people. And this is going to be so good. I get to use the board again. Are you ready? I'm ready. I just picked purple. Okay. It's kind of fuchsia though. That's my favorite. Oh, we're right on the same wavelength then that 50% positive positive, 50% negative where does lonely go hmm negative okay I almost spelled it right. (laughs) Adverb, add the L-Y after the word itself. I used to teach third grade. That was our adverb lesson for the day. Bad, you don't say, oh, that hurts so bad. Improper grammar. This is your grammar lesson of the week. It's badly because you're feeling bad in a certain way. L-Y. Add the meaning of in a certain way. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you just take the word and you add L-Y and it means (laughs) loan in a certain way. Lonely. There you go. See? Look at that. So much smarter. (laughs) And now you'll be correcting all the people who use adverbs the wrong way when you hear it on television or your kids. The grocery store, or someone in a professional training, and you're just like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) Just my plight, my whole life. Okay, so lonely is in the negative emotion side for you, right? You're like, "I don't want to be here." Right. I don't like this. 
How should your business be? Well, preferably with like a, you know, a team. What does that feel like? (laughs) Uh, Not lonely. (laughs) What is not lonely? Uh... I don't know. This is hard because what's the emotion you want to feel? If you don't want to feel lonely, what's the emotion you want to feel? I want to feel I want to feel useful and like I'm doing something. Okay. So useful is in the positive Mm -hmm. side of 50, 50 lonely is in the negative. Also we can put defeat, which you feel when you choose the thought, here we go. Okay. (laughs) Lonely and defeat. Uh Now, When you choose here we go and you feel defeat and then you catastrophize, futurize, change the subject and do nothing and avoid getting the details, Uh we are trying to avoid feeling defeat. Okay. And that's called buffering. And that happens outside of the pie. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are doing nothing. Changing subject. Right? Mm -hmm. We're not always buffering in our action line. But... Sometimes we are, right? And we're trying to avoid feeling this because we want to feel useful all the time. (laughs) And so we tell ourselves, this is so lonely and it shouldn't be. But should it not be lonely? I don't know. Is it possible that lonely is just part of the human experience? Mm -hmm. Is it possible that lonely and defeat are just part of growing a business? Yes. And I, and I agree with that. It, there would just, it'd be nice to have a little success along with the defeat. Mm-hmm. How, and how would you be able to do that? What would that look like? <laughs> Getting some, signing some people up. Okay. And so why are you choosing, here we go? 
I I don't have a good answer for that. (laughs) Is it possible that choosing here we go allows you to stay the same? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. What's coming up for you? Yeah, I guess it it just allows me to not have to change. Mhm. And then we can just be a victim of the thought, here we go, this always happens to me. And I didn't even see that till just now. You're doing some victimizing here of self when you choose, here we go. Are you not? Yep. Yeah, there it is. Christy, my friend Christy always goes, in that little black trench coat in the corner, (laughs) he sneaks out of nowhere and there he is. Yep. sitting over there. He was like hiding, hunched over. I didn't even (laughs) see him there. (laughs) There he was. He's right there. Every time you pick, here we go. This is just what happens to me. I'm no good at this. So we have some self-loathing. Remember how you said you did nothing? Yeah. (laughs) And you felt defeat. Isn't that so funny? Yes. Crazy how the thought error was there. I do nothing except I self loathe, I victimize, I change the subject, I futurize, I catastrophize, I avoid getting the details, and I don't ask what happened. (laughs) Yeah, don't have to feel the defeat, better just avoid it. Yes. Kind of handy that you were there to exercise because that, I mean, that was just like dopamine hit. That was like dopamine central. It was like, perfect. Good thing we can get in our workout and not feel defeat right now. Yeah. Good thing we can distract ourselves with this workout. Because you said you didn't feel defeat the entire time you worked out. No. What did you feel the rest of, do you remember what you felt after you felt defeat? Well, we talked about it, like I said, at the end. So I was pretty much done with the workout. What did you feel during the workout? I'm interested. Um, I think anxious because I knew I wanted to bring it up. And do you know where the anxious came from? No. A new thought. (laughs) Anytime you're having two feelings at the same time, it's coming from two different thoughts. Okay. So just awareness of that, right? You're like, oh, I was feeling, I think here we go. And then I feel defeat and then I feel anxious. And I'm like, nope, no, you didn't. You didn't. (laughs) Because you had a new thought. 
that brought that one on. <clears throat> and then there was probably relief somewhere in there that happened too. Because you were not, because you're like, oh, thank goodness I can work out now. I don't have to feel defeat. I can like yeah. focus on the workout, right? So there's lots of things that were happening here. Yeah. But what I want to just bring you back to is that the human experience is always 50-50. And we think that we are entitled to 100% feel good all the time. And if we did, we would have no idea what feel good all the time even felt like. <laughs> because the only reason why we know what it feels like to feel good is because we know what it feels like to feel badly. Yes. <laughs> it's 50-50. So when you're feeling lonely, and this is in a totally different model, just so you know, your brain might think it's all the same thing happening, but it's not. You feeling lonely comes from a totally different thought that has nothing to do with this. Okay. Right? But whenever we're feeling lonely or defeat, these come from two different models and two different thoughts. But when we're feeling these and you hear yourself say, it shouldn't be this lonely, you can push back on yourself and say, shouldn't it? <laughs> Why shouldn't it be lonely? Why should it be lonely? Right? And be curious about yourself there. And the only way to stop believing, here we go, like if you don't want to believe, you don't want to choose, here we go anymore. If you're like, no, like I can spot a good worker. Like, I really like that thought. Do you like that thought? I do. Because I also think that this thought is one that you believe. Yes. <laughs> you do. Yes. yes. It's almost like the perfect bridge thought for you. A bridge thought is the way that we describe in life coach land of how to get from here we go to here we go, baby. <laughs> Okay. Which is what it means to me. When someone does what your trainer does to me now, I'm like, here we go. Game on. Okay. I'm going to get myself in front of that girl. Eventually, I'm going to figure out how to build my relationship with her. And she doesn't know it, but like, she's going to do my MLM with me one day. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yes. And so a bridge thought is how we get from here we go to here we go, baby. <laughs> it's different. Yes. They carry different meaning because what you're making here we go mean is this always happens to me. I can't ever get any workers. And when I say here we go, baby, like that, it's like, I can spot a good worker and I can turn anyone into a gold ambassador or whatever it is that you want to believe. 
But this bridge thought here is the bridge that like we get a tromp over on the way to believing we're actually good at this. Okay. So I can spot a good worker is what we can, when our brain talks to us and says, here we go, (laughs) you can talk back to it and you can be like, I can spot a good worker. And I spot that in her. Okay. And that's all you have to do. Okay. You can just talk. Like I notice in myself when I am most negative about my business, it's when I'm letting my brain talk to me more than I talk to it. (laughs) Okay. Right? Yes. So sometimes there's this like whole inner dialogue going on. There's always an inner dialogue going on in all of our brains, right? Yes. <clears throat> but sometimes we have to like, it's it's the lower brain talking to the prefrontal cortex and vice versa, right? So when you hear the, here we go, be like, yeah, but I can spot a good person and she's a good person. You don't even have to argue with your brain about what it means. You can just like interrupt it be like, yep, I can spot a good person. And she, she has what it takes. Yeah. Right. And then we can do like a whole other model (laughs) on (laughs) why we're even communicating with trainer about all this and why he's getting involved. Right. Right. Cause like, I'm not in like, and do we really want to work with someone who has to talk through a trainer to get the word to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that really the type of person you want to do business with? Yes, that's true. Cause I'm like, uh, when you're describing her, I was like, I mean, you dodged a bullet sister. Hmm. Okay. Cause I for sure would not want to be open up a cupcake shop with her. (laughs) Like that's what I always ask myself now right? is like, would I really want to open up a cupcake shop with her though? Because <laughs> if she would suck to run a brick and mortar cupcake shop with, then she's probably going to end up sucking at doing this business too. Not that I'm not going to go after her. Because right. everybody deserves a chance. And I'll pretty much recruit anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but there are exceptions to the rule, but your brain is like, she was going to be so good and we've lost her. Here we go. Yep. But instead, if you were like, man, I thought she was going to be good, but actually like this whole thing I just saw, maybe we dodged a bullet with her. Because right now you're making you the problem. But she's the problem in in this scenario that I'm seeing as a business person looking to this person as someone who literally does not have effective communication skills adult to adult. Very true. Right. Right. And your brain's like, and you're the problem which is kind of fascinating. (laughs) 
isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool things going on here. Yes. (laughs) Really, really loved what you came up with today. Yes. And thanks for letting me use my board, guys. You're welcome. (laughs) My kids haven't figured out where the pens are yet. Give it time. (laughs) I'm going to walk in and they'll have drawn over all my papers and I'll have the choice to choose, choose the thought. I'm so mad and I dislike children. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll have to live in the consequences of all the feelings and actions and result that come to my life because of it. Like for example, my children broke the dryer over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see up until this point, I've been feeling like I was such a genius because I have my uh, nine-year-old, 11-year-old and 13-year-old doing their own laundry. And I was like, this is so amazing. I'm so amazing. I'm so awesome. We're so awesome. We're the best family, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm like feeling so good about it. And then the second that that dryer broke, I was like, you should have known this was going to happen. What were you thinking? Letting the kids do this on their own. Human brain. And then my actions, I was like fuming. I was just like, they break everything. The kids break everything. Kids are so awful. And then Sean, I hear Sean coming down the stairs and I was like, Sean, come here right now. And he's like, (laughs) what's happening? And I like pull him in and close the door. And I whisper this sentence that I'm not going to share with you because one day my kids could hear this and I don't want them to know what I said because I have shame. I instantly felt shame when I said it, but I said something about children and how I feel about children. And, and Sean goes, I'm just going to order the new part and it'll be here in 48 hours. And I'll just fix this with pliers right now. Cause see in his action line, he's like, how can we create peace? And I'm like, who's going to die for this? (laughs) Right? So it's kind of interesting what our brains do in different situations to try to keep us safe. Yes. Right? I'm like, I'm going to kill someone. And Sean's like, let there be peace on (laughs) earth and let it begin with me. Right? Yes. Yeah, we make a good pair. But... We all do this. Sometimes you're out for blood. Sometimes you're singing peace on earth. It's because you have a human brain and we're having a 50-50 experience. Sometimes we're feeling frustrated, anger, fear, defeat, lonely, and we should be. Shouldn't we? Other times we're feeling useful and proud, not in a negative way, but in like a, we're doing awesome. I'm feeling very accomplished, right? And we can go from like accomplished to like, (laughs) you know, death out for blood, like instantly. I I will say this. So my biggest <clears throat> negative person in this whole MLM thing has been my sister. And Wait, oh, this is so good. Who? My sister. You. And the uh, thoughts you have about her. 
What's that? It's you and the thoughts you have about her. It's actually not her, but carry on. Yeah. So, well, so she, and she had tried it years See, ago. Some of you are laughing because you understand what I'm saying. And Gina's just like, so anyway, let me tell you about my difficult sister. Okay, carry on. <clears throat> You'll have to fill me in. Yeah. So uh, we'll get so, to it tomorrow, probably. <laughs> on our next so, call, but carry on. But so anyway, she has now though started the collagen. Said to me yesterday, well, I guess I need to sign up and get this stuff. So I guess I'm going to do it yes. <laughs> like, after all this time. So. See, you're so good. And now you're going to be like, I can spot a good worker. Yes. And you're going to get her three people right out the door. Right. She's like fear of death in her eyes right now. I can spot (laughs) a good worker and I don't want my difficult sister. (laughs) But it's actually not her. It's you. But we'll do that in another call. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. I have one of those too. Mm. Yeah. So it's fine. I totally get it. <laughs> Guys, this is so great. Everything is coming along with the podcast. And I have something so exciting that I'm going to add to my emails on Friday. I'm going to give you like a five to seven minute teaching video every Friday with the recordings. So even if you don't have time to watch the recordings, you might have good intentions to watch them, but you're like, oh my gosh. You can just, if nothing else, click on a video each Friday for five minutes and get a little lesson from me. So that's going to come every single Friday with your email. So I love you guys. Thank you so much. So amazing. Thank you to Anna and Gina for your vulnerability and courage today. And we will see you on our call tomorrow, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. Share the link with anyone that would like to come or could benefit. Bye, guys. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rink that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.